you guys. Welcome back to uh, Wait, I'm Processing. I'm Ashleen. I'm your host. This is my audio journal. We are here making, mm, documenting, documenting my shit, my life, and hopefully in the act of documenting myself, processing all of my crazy crap, um, hopefully either it helps you feel not so alone or maybe it gives you ideas on how you can process your shit because baby we all got shit we need to process um we can't keep it all bottled up inside because that well that's how you get sieges on the white house so um we're here to try to avoid that future um happenstance from happening again we do not need that particular bit of history to repeat itself or maybe we do maybe we will in the future i don't know i can't read i can't Maybe I can tell the future. I don't know. But regardless, we're here and we're processing. And really, the only reason I wanted to come on today, I'm sure there's going to be a million things to spill out because that's what always happens. But I wanted to come down here because I wanted to update everyone on the the Binky Saga. Um... I'm also loading my bong, so if you are near your weed, your stash, your glass of wine, baby, whatever you got, whatever you need to help you relax a little bit through all of this insanity, whatever like helps to make your heart feel better, please crack it open, enjoy with me. Um, it is nap time here in my house right now. It is the afternoon. And I wanted to update everybody on the Binky Saga because this is the first time since we took the Binky away that there is peace and quiet during nap time. Mara did not nap um, for the entire almost week that we tried this little experiment. And um, it was just, it was really, really just not working. I mean... There's like a weird line that you have to ride as a parent where it's like, do I stand behind what I've already said and the rule and the law that I've already laid down? Or is it, when is it, or is it okay? When is the time to like uh, review, change course, reevaluate what's happening? And we did that last night. Mara almost had a meltdown. No, she didn't almost. She had a meltdown again about going to bed. Um, she just did not want to do it. And this entire week, like, she's gone to sleep okay for nighttime. She has not napped at all. She cannot nap without her binky. And her, um, her, um, yeah, her naps were just non-existent, and she just was pissed. It, and and because she didn't nap during the day, it just she was she was like being mean, like straight up being mean to Adam, just yelling at him to go away and not wanting him to talk to her. Even if like he's in the room that she ran into, she would yell at him to not be there. And you're just like ridiculous toddler shenanigans, you know. And we could just. I could just tell, and I think Adam could too, that she was not ready for us to take the binky away. And we, really, I mean, I, I have been thinking about this literally since we like took it away. What is the best 
course of action. Do I continue to keep it and put it, keep it put away? Do I give it back to her? Do I give her back a broken one? I, somebody re- recommended that giving like quote unquote finding one and giving back a broken one that where the tip has been cut off. And I just felt like that would be a whole new set of problems. So we just decided last night to give her binky back to her. She was like having a whole meltdown right before bedtime. And Adam and I like had a quick little conversation that I was trying to wait until after bedtime, until after all the kids, both of the kids were in bed so that we could have a private conversation without anybody listening. But it was like, she was just not going to go to bed with, she was not, it was just not going to happen. So we sat her down. I grabbed, I went out of the room and I grabbed her binky and we sat her down and we were like, okay, Mara, we see that you are just not ready to be without your binky yet. We see that and that's okay. Everybody, everybody gets older and they get, they're ready at a different time to give up your binky. And we see that we, that you're not ready for it yet. So we decided to bring back your binky and we will try this again another time. And she, she like immediately rolled over and went to sleep. It was just like a magic little thing. And I feel like there's like so many people out there who probably will give me shit for giving it back to her because, you know, you shouldn't, shouldn't give it back. It's going to create an even bigger attachment and even crazier thing. And it's like, well, my options were to continue withholding it from her and create that kind of a trauma wound of like distrust and abandonment and like I don't I don't want I don't want that for her. I mean, there's no way that I can everybody has traumas and parents always screw up their kids. There's no way around that. That's just part of the human existence. But I feel like I just want to do, like, I want to, I want, I'm not interested in a parent-child relationship where I dictate everything, where Adam and I dictate everything and they just have to follow it because we, that's what we said and we're just going to stick to it. That's not, that wasn't, um, that wasn't a relationship that I responded to as a kid and that's not how I want to have a, that's not the relationship that I want to have my, with my kids. If she's not ready to give up her binky... I'm not going to force her to give up her binky. We'll try again when she's older. It's fine. If it messes up her teeth, there are braces. Their orthodontists exist. If, I don't know, whatever problem is going to be created by giving it back to her, I feel like is is a long, I feel like that problem is a long-term problem that we can begin to mitigate now. And just like be aware of and try to, yeah, try to mitigate it now, even though we gave it back to her, instead of just like causing like such a big, it was a, it was a big, she was not ready. It was a big problem. And then that just puts like for a week, I'm in a really intense emotional anxiety, anxious space. Adam is in the same place. She is in the same place. She's yelling at both of us and it just wasn't right. We just it was just not the right move for our family. We gave it back to her and today she she only gets it during sleep time. She's only really gotten it to sleep since she since her second birthday. 
And that transition went great. She didn't, she found, like, she didn't need it during the day. She was fine just having it for naps and sleeping, naps and bedtime. And um, so we're just going to continue to do that. And eventually she's going to stop napping. Eventually she's going to stop using her binky. You know, like, everybody learns to use the toilet. Everybody learns to give up their binky. We will find the right time. And it's not something that I am want to force because I could see, like, how um, hard and challenging it was for her. And it was really hard and challenging for our whole family for this whole week. So, um, <clears throat> okay. And on, on that note, some everybody, spark your bowl, spark your joint, take a drink of water. I forgot to bring my water downstairs, but... <sighs> Cheers to the binky. <laughs> Cheers to the binky. Cheers to admitting when you are wrong. Cheers to revising your plan. It's this has been such a hard but really good lesson in a lot of different things, like. <clears throat> Not just, not just specifically about the binky, but in how, in what parenting styles feel good for us, um, in trying to figure out how to navigate a situation <clears throat> like this one where we just, we didn't have, you know, we were, we were playing it by ear. We didn't have like a playbook or somebody telling us this is the way to do it. Like, this is all something that we had to use our intuition for. And um, I think it was just a really good lesson in that. And I'm, especially now, now that we have a quiet nap time, both children are down and I have about an hour usually, an hour, maybe an hour and 15 minutes where I can just sit here and talk to you guys. I can sit here and smoke this bowl I can completely zone out and watch TV. I can take a nap myself. Holy shit, I could take a nap myself if I wanted to. Which, honestly, I always want to take a nap. But, I don't know. I felt like this needed to come out. And, um, so here it is. I, this was a really hard challenge. This whole binky thing. And, I'm, I mean, I'm glad we did it. Because this just goes back to my whole, like, theory of life being an experiment, right? Like, yeah, sure, we could have just, like, let her keep on with the binky, and that would have been one option, and, like, never taken it away. But we also have people in our ear telling us that the binky should be stopped at two, telling us that her teeth are going to get messed up, telling us that she's... I don't even, I think those were the two main things. But all these people are telling us these things about her and her relationship to her binky. And we weren't, like, we weren't actually considering her relationship with her and her binky. We were considering what other people were saying, what the outside world was saying. And, like, what a fucking metaphor. You know, like, nobody knows what's real and true unless from outside the situation, Nobody out there knows what's real and what's right for your family or for you besides, unless they're in the situation. And even then, like, Adam doesn't necessarily always know it's the right move for me. I don't know it's the right move for Adam. 
Uh, and then we have to take our disparate ideas and come together to figure out what's the right move for our family. Like, it's hard. It's hard, and I have forgotten where I was going with this. Um, oh, yeah, external people don't know. Anybody outside of you has no idea what is actually right. Sure, the experts can say whatever they want to say based on the statistics of the whatever sample size that they have, but the reality is that the sample size is a small sample of the entire population, which means that the data does not have an entire picture of every single option and situation. And so really, all experts can advise you on is the best move according to the average. It is not, unless they're talking with you one-on-one -on -one very specifically about your situation, they, they are advising you based on the results of the average. And honey, you're not average. Honey, you're you. Honey, I'm me. I'm not average. My experiences aren't average. I mean, I'm not saying that everything that happens to me is wild and crazy, but sometimes shit happens that's like not average. <laughs> and so it's like, that's where your own discernment comes in and you like, I need to make sure that I am staunch in my truth, in my connection to what truth is. And that's where a lot of uh, this is that's what a lot of this process is about is is like like I feel like each one of these episodes is like a length of ivy that is all wrapping around the same stock or, you know, all like pieces of a of rope that are all every episode of this is all pieces of this rope coming together to make this rope, which is the strong cord and connection between Ashleen here on earth and whoever my soul is, my highest self who knows truth and who knows, who is connected, who is so connected to the source that all they see is the truth, right? Whereas Ashleen here on earth is just, is a human who has been buried in programming all her life by people, especially by people who didn't even understand that they were programmed. So it's like, the, the stronger I make this connection with my capital S self, the more I can dig through these layers of programming and conditioning that have been placed upon me through no fault of my own, the, the better and sooner and the more I can dig through all of that and strengthen this cord between me and my highest self the less it matters what people out there have to say because it won't matter what they have to say because I know it's true. This strong cord between me and my, and not just my truth, but truth, the absolute truth, whatever, whatever that may be, whatever absolute truth is, your highest self is your connection point.
to source, to truth. And when you foster your relationship with your highest self, with your connection point to source, the less you need people around you telling you what to do. Oh man, that's like that doesn't that just sound like a solution for like so much codependency and you know, just which is which is one of my problems. I have some codependent stuff that I'm working through too. That I'm sure we'll get to on this show, but I guess I'm just realizing how like even though I wanted to just come down here and like finish the saga of the Binky, you know, the, the Binky saga. It's important for me to do that because by coming down here and spending the time to do it, it's another it's another piece in that cord. It's another link in the chain. It's another it's another layer that strengthens my connection to myself and to truth so that whenever I'm asking for something or trying to figure something out, I just I have a strong channel and I don't I have a strong channel and less programming, which is what, which is when manifestation gets easy, right? Because you can see the things that are for you, or you know that the things that you want are aligned what is with the things that are for you, that are good for you, that are here to help you fulfill your purpose and align with your higher self. Anything that you want that is in alignment with your highest self, the universe will bring it to you easily. But you have to believe that it's going to be there. Like that's the two-way street. That's the the human on the end on this end of the cord and the higher self universe on the other end of the cord. So by sitting here and talking to a microphone and saying the same things over and over, honestly, within the same stretch of minutes, processing this whole situation it's showing me it's just it's another link in the chain it's another way to bolster this relationship which is ultimately my goal is I want to have a really strong relationship with my truth with myself because I don't want to have to rely on outside sources Ooh, I'm just realizing that now this is all coming a lot of this is coming together for me as I speak um the more, the better, the stronger re- the relationship I have with myself, the less I will need to rely on outside sources for any information because I will know how to tap into the capital T truth library of the universe, the collective conscious, you know? Anything that I, anything that Ashleen doesn't know, somebody else in the world knows. And because we're all connected to the same truth, I should be able to access it. Right? I don't know. Did I talk about my... I don't think I did. I I have a theory about... Maybe I did on the the past a past lives conversation. I have a theory about like downloading abilities is as easy as it is in the matrix. You just have to like download it from the collective conscious. People out there are already masters at it. And if we are all one, if we are all one and the same, if we're all connected to the same source, then I should be able to access those skills and abilities that other people have mastered and download them to myself and then just 
the, the work becomes teaching my physical body how to do those things. Um, this is my theory. I haven't really tested it out yet. And I think, I, mean, I don't know. I, to be honest, I really process, or like I channel the, I don't know, I, I guess I channel these. I soundboard, I just kind of like spill these out and I forget what I say immediately. I mean, you can hear that half the time. I forget where I'm going with anything with the topic or whatever. Where was I going with this one? I was going to, oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Let's all just get, let's all just figure out how to become strong within ourselves. And let's all find ways where we can like, just build the each brick by brick, each chain by chain, each strand of rope by strand of rope. Let's all find the ways that we can do this to this. We can build this connection between us and our capital S selves because this is what we're here to do. This is uh, this is our job as humans. This is our job as humans is to remember that we're divine and to learn how to go back and access everything. And bring it here to Earth, I think. I don't know. We'll see. We'll keep playing with this idea. Um, oh, yeah. I was saying that I channel all this stuff and don't remember what I'm saying. I don't remember why I said that, though. Whatever. Um, I think the point has been made. Um, thank you to you guys out there for listening. Thank you to my capital S self for giving me the nudge to come down here and record this because it is another link in the chain and every link makes it stronger, makes that connection stronger. And thank you to, I don't know, thank you to the binky, I guess. Thank you to that lesson. Um, I feel like I do see things with more clarity, at least around that. And yeah, everything's a lesson. Nothing's a mistake. Nothing's a failure if you can see it as a lesson. So thank you for that step in the experiment. It is closed. We will resume binky weaning when it is more appropriate, according to Mara, according to our family, um, instead of outside sources. Because we'll know. We'll know. We'll know. She'll know. She wants to be a big girl, too. Oh, she said this thing that I'm going to cry again. Today, she said this thing that broke my heart. When I put her down for her nap, she said, I'm a baby. Just so happy, like so happy and joyfully about it because she got her binky. Because babies get binkies. This is what we told her. We told her that babies get binkies and she's a big girl now. So she doesn't need her binky. So their binky's been put away. Um, whether or not that was the right thing to say, what is the right, what is the right thing to say? Um, that's what we said. So she was like, I mean, the night after she did it, she went to my mom's house and she was like very excited to tell them that she was a big girl now and didn't need her binky. And so she's like, was very aware of the concept that she was a big girl and big girls don't need her binky. So then today 
after I gave her her binky and we were get like singing songs, getting ready for her nap, she said, "I'm a baby." Yeah, you baby, you are my baby. You are my baby, and that's okay. You can be a baby as long as you want. said it I think every single episode but parenthood is hard <sighs> okay I'm going to go enjoy the rest of nap time um thank you all for listening I appreciate you so much for just like being open to sitting there and listening to my vulnerability And this is what we do here. Uh, Thank you so much. This has been Wait, I'm Processing. I am Ashleen. You know so much about my life already. Um, You guys are great. Please follow me on Instagram at queen.ashleen to see adorable pictures of my children and the food that I make. And sometimes fun things that I do. And sometimes things on my other podcast. Oh, go listen to my other podcast. If you are a weed enjoyer, please go listen to go listen to that. Uh, Chronic Gals podcast available wherever podcasts are available. And I love you. Thanks for being here. Have an excellent day. <laughs>